Vitam from Kasuk Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 14th of November 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's kick off with the Independence Day celebration. On Saturday the 11th, over 40,000 people attended the Independence Day rally in Warsaw. Some conservatives protested against the LGBTQ community and the European Union by trampling and burning their flags. They believe that the LGBTQ community threatens family values and that the European Union aims to take the country's independence and sovereignty by forging a federalist Europe. Along the same lines, some participants in the rally called for stopping, quote, the Ukrainianization of Poland, end quote, since they didn't want the government to accept Ukrainian refugees, offering them social benefits and financial support. The current administration is worried about forming a new government. On Friday the 10th, Civic Platform, Poland 2050, the Polish People's Party, and the Left Party signed a coalition agreement. The four parties said that they were ready to form a government and rule the country together. Recall that to form a government, either the ruling party or the opposition should reach a majority in parliament, that is, secure 231 seats. The parties are now forced to form alliances since no one got 231 seats in the last parliamentary elections. The opposition coalition selected Donald Tusk, Civic Platform's leader, as the coalition candidate for prime minister. Last week, the president nominated Mateusz Morawiecki, the prime minister, to form the government. However, he will most likely fail to do so since other parties have refused to form an alliance with the ruling party, the Law and Justice Party. If Morawiecki can't form a government, the president will give this responsibility to the opposition. On a related note, many women felt disappointed with the coalition agreement because the parties did not advocate for the legalization or decriminalization of abortion. Even though Civic Platform is pro-choice, two of its allies, Poland 2050, and the Polish People's Party are against the legalization of abortion. The National Women's Strike, an organization for women's rights, called Hołownia, the leader of the Poland 2050 Party, and Koszyniak Kamish, the leader of the Polish People's Party, quote, two religious fanatics, end quote. Jarosław Kaczynski, the head of the ruling party, said on Friday the 10th that his party is ready to be the main opposition during the Civic Platform Party government. He announced that his party would organize a patriotic conference in January 2024 to prevent the new government from, quote, handing over Poland's independence to the EU, end quote, that is, from switching the local currency to the euro. Speaking of the EU currency, when joining the European Union, the country promised to replace the local currency, the złoty, with the euro. On Saturday the 11th, Glapinski, head of the central bank, announced that the country might start using the euro within 8 to 10 years. Surprisingly, Glapinski opposed the adoption of the euro in 2022. He changed his rhetoric after the EU-friendly opposition won the parliamentary election. Still on the European Union, at the request of the Warsaw Court, on Thursday the 9th, the European Parliament cancelled the immunities of four Polish members of Parliament belonging to the ruling Law and Justice Party. In 2018, the four MPs liked and shared a social media post saying that the country would be flooded with refugees if the opposition came to power. According to the regulations between the European Union and the member countries, the court in Warsaw needed the European Parliament to cancel the immunities of those MPs so that it could start an investigation and charge politicians with spreading hatred towards immigrants. In contrast, the ruling party said that the European Union violated the right of freedom of speech. On Friday the 10th, the European Parliament and the European Council signed an agreement on the draft budget for 2024 that included financial support for Poland. The European Union intends to send funding to help refugees from Ukraine and to develop the transportation system. Truck drivers are not happy with the help Ukrainians are getting. 
On Monday the 13th, the representatives of the Polish and Ukrainian governments met on the Polish-Ukrainian border to resolve the truck drivers' protest. The protesters blocked the border crossing because Ukrainian truck drivers didn't have to pay entry fees due to war-related help from the European Union. On the other hand, Polish truck drivers said that they lost business opportunities due to the large influx of cheaper goods from Ukraine. Rafał Mechler, the organizer of the protest, said that they didn't solve the conflict because the Ukrainian side rejected the demands of the protesters, such as resumed tax obligations for trucks from Ukraine, a prohibition to register non-European companies in Poland, and separate queues for empty trucks. Let's go back to politics for a minute. On Wednesday the 8th, Czarnak, the Minister of Education, said he would help Oskar Shafarovich, Law and Justice Party youth activist, prove that the disciplinary proceedings Oskar received from the University of Warsaw are illegal. The university authorities, where Oskar studies law, said his social media activity violated the institution's rules. Oskar shared a post about an opposition party politician charged with child abuse and accused the victim's mother of not reporting the case earlier. Now let's step forward to national security. On Thursday the 9th, the Internal Security Agency reported recent cyber attacks from Russia. According to IT Security, the hacker group APT29 impersonated the Portuguese embassy and sent PDF files titled Ambassador's Calendar with virus links to targets. If targets clicked on links, hackers could gain access to computers. However, the Internal Security Agency didn't name targets or determine whether attacks were successful. On a positive note, the government will keep the same prices for electricity until 2024. On Wednesday the 8th, Yatsik Sashin, the Minister of State Assets, announced that energy companies had already submitted their calculations for electricity prices in 2024, but the government intended to introduce new measures to keep citizens safe from price increases after the new year. Still, the executive didn't specify which measures they would take. The country currently enjoys the lowest electricity prices in Europe because of the government's protection plan. Despite having the lowest cost of electricity in Europe, some people choose to steal. On Thursday the 9th, the Supreme Administrative Court in Warsaw confirmed the launching of an investigation regarding electricity theft. Workers discovered computers installed in the ventilation system at the beginning of September. The devices were consuming a high amount of electricity to carry out cryptocurrency trading. The prosecutor's office appointed experts to investigate how much electricity was stolen and who was responsible. Going ahead with local updates, on Thursday the 9th, Chaskowski, the mayor of Warsaw, announced a renovation of the Congress Hall. The building has been closed since 2014 to replace seats and adopt modern fire safety standards. However, the building required more renovations and higher funding than expected. The city finally allocated $90 million for renovations this year. The government also invested in foreign businesses. The global coffee company, Jacobs, will build a factory in Yavor, a lower Cilician city that will start operating in 2035. The company received a $17 million grant from the government to develop the project and will spend around $150 million in total. Due to the modern automated equipment, the factory will hire only 50 people. And to close this edition, some health-related news. The University of Technology in Opole launched a program to improve students' mental health using virtual reality. The results of their recent study showed that more than 60% of students are stressed and have signs of depression. However, many of them feel ashamed of consulting a university psychologist. Starting in November, any student in Opole can sign up for the program where they will have short 15-minute sessions five times a week to watch relaxing videos via virtual reality glasses to reduce stress. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. 
Before we leave, we wanted to thank everyone who's been listening to us and welcome all the new subscribers. We are happy the Rorschach Poland community is growing. However, we are also sad because we've had to cancel our update about Nigeria due to a lack of audience and revenue. So please, if you enjoy the Rorschach Poland update, share it with your friends or on social media, or message us if you have any ideas on how to keep growing without including ads. Also, if you're feeling super generous today, you can financially support us with the link in the show notes. Do zobaczenia!